0: Hi I'm Dave. And I'm Claire. And welcome to My, My Mate Reckons. Reckon. The show where we teach you. And each other. About whatever we want to know about.
1: About whatever things we have a fancy about knowing.
0: Warning, warning, warning. Today's episode is about queer history. Which means if you, if you're homophobic.
1: Then fuck off. But also
0: if you're triggered by homophobic stuff then you might also then want. fuck off. Well, <laughs> Claire. <laughs> <laughs> maybe today's not the day to listen to this particular episode, but we love you. Come we back. We do
1: want to have a welcoming and open space. You are welcome here, but yeah. also maybe you should listen to this episode because you might learn some stuff.
0: Yes, indeed. I feel like we've gotten tangled. I said... <laughs> <laughs> yes, fuck off to the homophobic person. Yeah, that's what I said. But if you're someone who is triggered by oh, homophobic events,
1: oh, sure, right, right, right. Then fu- And then I said, and fuck off. No, don't you fuck no, off. That's
0: right. I didn't think you'd pick that up.
1: No. Okay. This is a well. Content already, warning. we fucked yes, it. We have. We fucked it. We love you.
0: So I think we are perfectly placed to be the people. Particularly, you are the person to Big teach us about educational teachers, queer history. Fantastic. <laughs> Hey there, Claire Bear.
1: David,
0: I I, <laughs> I feel, feel like we should do the episode like that. Great. <laughs> what a treat for the listeners. I'm excited about this week's episode. What
1: you say that every week.
0: Well, I'm excited to learn because a- education is a journey. Education
1: is a journey. It's and magical it learning journey. things. What did you want to know about David? I wanted- I'm glad you asked this topic actually because I feel like a bad queer
0: well, I also feel like a bad queer because of the, because I asked about Stonewall. Yes. Because all I really knew was that it was part of the LGBTIQ kind of liberation yeah. story quest for civil rights and that it happened in New York, San yeah. Francisco, New York. Correct. Uh, and it's a moment that is referenced as like a pivotal like... As the moment. As the as moment. one of the moments. And I had no idea what actually happened.
1: Me too, apart from it was a riot and... A brick got thrown.
0: And I think Stonewall is the name of a bar.
1: Uh Ah, correct. Okay, great. So, yeah, I didn't know... I didn't really know enough... I didn't know anything, really. Great.
0: Well, consider me a piece of bread that you're about (laughs) to butter up with sweet knowledge about Stonewall. That is
1: a beautiful image. Thank you. I'm a writer. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here we go. So, it is early morning... The June 28th, 1969.
0: Oh, I had no idea that it was that early. Also, 69.
1: 69. <laughs> Great. So a riot breaks out in front of the Stonewall Inn in New York City. The riot itself... In
0: the early morning.
1: In the early morning.
0: Of, oh, okay. From the so night before. No, right. probably like 1 or two o'clock right. in
1: the morning. 1 o'clock in the morning, I okay. think it was. A riot breaks out... <clears throat> Um, Yeah, and it's at a place called the Stonewall Inn. It's a gay bar Mm -hmm. in New York City. The Mm -hmm. riot itself ended up lasting for six days.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And it becomes this watershed moment for the LGBTQIA plus community. Yeah. Yeah. because it then just kind of started this ripple effect yeah. of advocacy, I guess, and kind of liberation. Wow. So, homosexuality was illegal in the USA at this point, in most states. Mm-hmm. Um, you could be fined and you could be imprisoned um, for being in one of these bars or for being a homosexual. Sure. Um, so queer clubs at this moment in time, absolute safe havens for yeah. sexually diverse and gender diverse people. So the Stonewall Inn is one of these places, but it was owned, David, by the mafia.
0: Oh, that, well, that doesn't surprise me because they operate outside the yeah. law so and a blind eye So or... they
1: bribed the police to oh, be wow. like, we're running this bar.
0: Yeah. Don't come near it. Don't
1: come near it let us do our thing, turn a blind eye. But then the mafia would make money from it by overcharging the patrons Uh um, for like an entry fee and overcharging on drinks, knowing that they would come because there's not many places they could go. And then even extorting and bribing the like wealthy
0: clients who
1: would go there and be like, we will tell your employees, we will tell your employers that you were here, pay us money. So it was a fucking business plan um but the police would still do regular raids on for fun for fun on on the gay bars in town particularly at this moment in time yeah um and charge and arrest uh, patrons and owners you could be arrested for not wearing gender appropriate clothing
0: Oh Jesus.
1: At the time. This is nineteen sixty nine. Sixty nine.
0: But how do you how do you define that? A woman wearing jeans?
1: Oh, yeah, so a woman wearing trousers would oh, be God. arrested. Because there's this great there's a um documentary on Netflix. Yes. About trousers. Uh, about trousers, and it's fascinating. <laughs>
0: I forget about your British history, your British heritage, 98% of the time until you say the word trousers, and then I'm like, oh, that's right.
1: In England, we call pants <laughs> trousers. trousers. <laughs> um, so,
0: In Netflix, yes, on Netflix a documentary. About a
1: queer lesbian couple. Yep. Who were together at this time who met playing in kind of the real life a league of their own female baseball teams. Oh, amazing. And have been together for like 80 years. It's a beautiful documentary. Yeah. And I can't for the life of me remember what it's called. But um, there's a section in that where they talk about this, about going to gay bars and meeting gay people, but knowing that if they were discovered they would lose their jobs. It was a deep, deep fear. So anyway, on this night, nine police officers raid the Stonewall Inn and the patrons are fucking fed up at this point. Um, So the police are trying to arrest bartenders and patrons. The patrons resist and things unravel from there. Uh So it ends up, some of it... falls out onto the street other people are then called other people show up at one point there's kind of like 100 people there who were inside the bar there's then like 200 people there ends up being thousands of people there everyone is just kind of word of mouth get down to stonewall get down to stonewall um more police are showing up there's a huge fight breaking out at one point um the police are essentially inside the bar when a fire, when the uh, the bar is set on fire with right. the police inside it, they end up getting out. But mm. they there's kind of contention mm. over how that fire started, and lots of the rioters say the police started it themselves as a way of kind of
0: right.
1: blaming the community.
0: Well, Billy Joel didn't start it, that's for sure. <laughs> he did not. <laughs> he did not start, start the fire, fire. And didn't ever.
1: <laughs> I want to read you part of this. Um, article because i think it's so good um by a a historian and author of a book called stonewall the rights that sparked the gay revolution yeah his name is david carter um and he has included a an account from a person named dick leach or leich um who was the executive director of uh, the first gay group to ever hold a picket line in the city in the early 1960s. He was a gay journalist. Oh, wow. And this was his report, or, or some of the things that he said at, uh, about that moment in time, but also that night. Yeah. So he said, At the time, there were gay clubs in New York City called the Snake Pit. And the sewer,
0: <laughs>
1: and the checki- checkerboard, the telestar. Star, and some of these had been closed down. Right, and some of these had been raided and closed down. So people, there's already a level of tension in the community yes. about what is happening. Um, but he talks about how, why Stonewall, like why yeah. did the why did this incident at Stonewall cause such a huge
0: no.
1: reaction? And he says, um, this is a direct quote, the drags and the queens, two groups which would find a chilly reception or bar- were barred at other gay bars and clubs, formed the regulars at the Stonewall. Hmm. To a large extent, the club was, apart from Goldbug and one, two, three drags and queens had no place but to go to Stonewall. Another group was even more dependent on the Stonewall, the very young homosexuals and those with no other homes. Mm. You've got to be 18 to buy a drink in a bar and gay life revolved around bars. Where do you go if you are 16 or Mm. 17 and gay? The legitimate bars won't let you into the place and gay restaurants and the streets weren't very sociable. Then, too, there are hundreds of young homosexuals in New York who literally have no home. Most of them between 16 and 25 and came here from other places without jobs or money or contacts. Many of them are running away from unhappy homes. One boy told us, My father called me cocksucker so many times I thought it was my name.
0: Good Lord. I know. I
1: know. Another said his parents fought so much over which of them made him a homosexual that he left so that they could learn to live together without him there. Some got thrown out of school or the service for being gay and couldn't face going home. Some were even thrown out of their homes with only the clothes on their backs by ignorant, intolerant parents who'd rather see their kid dead than be gay. So they come to New York with the clothes on their back. Some of them hustled or had skills enough to get a job. Others weren't attractive enough to hustle and didn't manage to fall in with people who could help them. Some of them giddy at the openness of gay life in New York, got caught up in it, and and some are on pills and drugs. Mm. Some are still wearing the clothes in which they came here a year ago or more. Jobless and without skills, without decent clothes to wear to a job interview, they live on the streets, they panhandle or shoplift to get the admission to go to Stonewall. That was one advantage of the place. For a $3 admission, one could stay inside, outside of the winter's cold Mm -hmm. or the summer's heat all night long with your community Mm -hmm. and be seen and be heard and be valued. So this is a place that was home for so many for a people, people and a sanctuary so it was something mm. that many people wanted to fight for yeah. and happily fighted for. Um, and so that's why they say that Stonewall the riots began and was led and spearheaded by the Queens.
0: Yeah, great.
1: Who started it. And they when they talk about the riots themselves it's just lots of like bricks are thrown, lots of singing, lots of chanting, um, gay cheerleaders chanting, bawdy variants of New York City schoolgirl songs, <laughs> rocket style kick lines in front of the police, um, a firebomb was thrown into the bar, a police officer's throwing his gun at the mob, um, cries of Occupy, take over, take over, we are the Pink Panthers.
0: Amazing.
1: Um, smashed windows, uprooted parking meters, thrown pennies, frightened policemen, angry policemen, arrested mafiosi, thrown cobblestone, thrown bottles, the singings of We Shall Overcome in high camp fashion, and a drag queen hitting a police officer overhead with her purse. Like, they are the recollections amazing. of people. But
0: That's amazing. Talk about
1: this night. Jesus. But then what came from it, or this kind of six days, is so it's said to be the beginning of the gay liberation movement because then that's where the thing called the gay liberation front mm-hmm. began which was the first group to kind of publicly advocate for lgbtqia+ right. rights i wonder where harvey milk comes into this because i feel like this is that he's around this in time, time isn't he he's yeah. a little bit but later maybe he's san maybe. francisco isn't he yeah
0: he's san francisco which is the other coast yeah yeah
1: so on the one year anniversary of the riots that's when they threw a parade and that's when pride happened.
0: Oh wow.
1: So often most prides around in the States or around the world happen around June twenty eighth.
0: Yeah.
1: As a way of marking this kind of moment.
0: Yeah, right. And then in two
1: thousand and sixteen Obama made the Stonewall Inn and the area outside where the riots happened a national monument. And it's a really big fucking deal because it's the first time that a a national monument celebrated queer history. Queer
0: history, yeah, wow! And so it was
1: a big fucking deal. Really
0: Explicitly.
1: One of the people that we talk about a lot, which I had seen this name spoken about, yeah, um, was Marsha P. Johnson, who uh, was yes. a drag queen. Is she um, right? And is was a part was an American gay liberation activist and one of the people that we talk about being a contributor to why the
0: yeah right
1: why the riot was so successful they would say that the p in their name stood for pay it no mind in (laughs) specific (laughs) reference to their gender and sexuality
0: amazing isn't that amazing (laughs) that's so good
1: the p what does the p stand for pay it no mind i love that um, they ended up co-founding the Street Transvestite Action Revolutionaries, or STAR, yeah. and they were well-known in the gay and New York art scene. They modelled for Andy Warhol and was a proud AIDS activist. Like, this person was incredible. Yeah, fucking This is awesome. a quote that they said about it at the time. Um, Two o'clock that morning, the riots had already started by that time and the Stonewall building was on fire after the police had set it on fire. The riots reportedly started about 1.20 that morning after a drag queen named Stormy Delavery fought (laughs) back against the police officer who attempted to arrest her that night. Um, When they interviewed people about who was there and what was going on, They said that um, Marsha P. Johnson threw a shot glass at a mirror in the torched bar screaming, I've got my civil rights. Um, And it was that – there's a quote that says it was that shot glass that was heard heard all around the world. (laughs) Um, But Johnson's name gets brought up a lot and – But the reason why they say they didn't associate them with the riots is because they would have brought into question the fact that her gender and sexuality identities were so... Yeah. um,
0: Fluid, ambiguous. Fluid and uh,
1: ambiguous. Yeah. So that they said that that would disrupt the movement, which is why they were silenced. And as a person of colour and an activist of colour, you just go like... How, of course, at the time, but fucking hell, because part of the theory was that they throw, threw through a brick, which kind of is that's the story. Right, is that they threw a brick, which kind of kicked off what these riots. But Marsha has come out and said, I don't think that no, I wasn't there. I I got there later. Like yeah, I, mean, right.
0: I, I didn't start. I didn't
1: start it. it. Um, but then there are heaps of reports of um. During the second night and throughout the riots, of an image of Johnson climbing up a lamppost and dropping a bag that had a brick in it on a police car and shattering the windshield. Oh it's just kind of like a moment. Further um, emboldened.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: The riots.
0: That's amazing because I was going to say it makes a certain amount of sense for queer history and queer civil rights that there's no like, Martin Luther King-type figure. Yeah. There's not a speech on a hill. There's not a rally. Like, it makes There are there,
1: small moments.
0: There are small moments because at that time, to identify a singular person to be a face mm. of a movement would be incredibly risky for that person.
1: Yeah. And so many people were... So deeply closeted because you could be arrested.
0: And also, who is that person? Because if they identify as gay male, then that means something. If they identify as lesbian female, then yes. that means something. If they don't identify as either, then that means something as well. And suddenly, it becomes about the sexuality, and and gender identity of this particular person yeah. or this particular group of people, rather than what the movement really is, which yeah. is about everyone yes. and everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. There's the. Um, have you watched the a uh, riot, it's called. It was an ABC. I think it was ABC. could be SBS. Australian documentary about how Mardi Gras began, which was about around this time as well, I think, which Mardi Gras began as a a riot against it Did it in Sydney? In Sydney.
0: Oh, wow. I haven't seen the show.
1: Yeah, it's a kind of four-part, um, four-episode kind of mini-series. Yeah, right. um, just so interesting because I didn't on know ABC. that on ABC or SBS. Okay, one of them. Um,
0: um, we just took a short break there, listeners, and are back. Uh, we are recording at night uh, in an alleyway. <laughs> that is apparently <laughs> wild dogs beset by dogs, and, and we are
1: actually in a g- gang area. Yeah,
0: we're and. underneath a highway. <laughs> We're just in my very quiet suburban street. Very yeah. suburban street, which oh, is just gosh.
1: going off on a Tuesday night.
0: So I'm sorry for the soundtrack Monday of it. Night, of day it? Is I day don't day. know. <laughs> in podcast time, it's. Uh, um, so I apologise for the background noise. Riot is on ABC or SBS, and you should definitely go and watch it. I also Googled Harvey Milk while oh, we were away. Yeah, great. Harvey Milk. Uh, was uh yeah, San Francisco the first openly gay elected official in the history That's of California. Right.
1: And when did that happen?
0: Uh in the seventies. Yeah. Mid to late seventies. He was assassinated yeah. in nineteen seventy
1: eight. Uh, I, I in my head I was like, I can't remember if he was assassinated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was assassinated in the late seventies. Yeah. And then Mardi Gras is around nineteen seventy eight. So it's the late late seventies. So it's a decade later. So the momentum of um this over the next decade, well, and now for our uh, uh, entire history, kind of the liberation and the protesting, and that we we don't. It's stop. amazing
0: you don't. Well, exactly, and it's only like it's within. It's very much in recent memory that that in Australia there's same sex marriage that is allowed, but it's in very recent memory Ugh. that it's allowed in the United when States was that? In as the well. Three years? Yeah, three... I looked it up the other day the for something. Plebiscite? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three three years. 2017 it was. So it's um, it's all recent and the fight continues. I just
1: don't understand about the plebiscite. It's not going to surprise anyone, if you are a regular listener, that David and I both voted,
0: voted yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've just lost 80% of our
1: audience. That to be... To be Malcolm, to be the Prime Minister and to not just make a fucking decision, either way. Yeah. That was the thing that was the, you know, that I found the most well, frustrating. Well, that was
0: a political move rather than a... And it's not a defence at all, but it was a move in yeah. order for him to be...
1: I took it to the Australian people. This is what we have decided.
0: As opposed to...
1: I'm going to be a leader.
0: Going against his own yeah. powerful factions within his own party that got him in the end, that upturned Turnbull.
1: Exactly.
0: If we were, uh, to go back to last week's episode, if we were a republic and we had a president, yeah, then the president could possibly, maybe, make those kinds of unilateral executive orders much like they do in the United sure. States. Although in the United States, same-sex marriage came down to the Supreme Court. And the yeah. Supreme Court um, managed to over... But didn't
1: Obama, he came out very strongly.
0: For it, yeah, for yeah, yeah. It. He encouraged it, absolutely. So, yeah, the I, fight continues. The thing
1: about it as well that I found so annoying was that idea of, like, if you are a no-voter, you will never be invited to a queer wedding. So it no. literally has zero impact on your you.
0: life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. But that's not the point of you they're not having that point of No Then they're coming from a very different place where their where their logic of reality in the universe is entirely, entirely different. Yeah. That's they're not more to like defend them to them in ex- the
1: Illuminati.
0: Possibly. Think. I think they're also more more likely to believe in a system of reality where there's a thing that has created gender, mm. and that gender is there for a specific and it's prescriptive. It's prescriptive, and
1: not changing, and it's fixed. And that similar to our sexuality, yeah. And yeah. that the
0: universe is made up of positive yes. charges and negative charges. And so and when that we is talk it.
1: about spectrums, yeah. that's a difficult thing to understand.
0: I think they understand it. I think part of the one of the things that we don't do well is like, I think it's easy for us to just dismiss and go, well, those people are dumb or they're stupid, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, and I think yeah. for them, they they come from a place of real belief um, that this is the way things are. I think they understand spectrums. I just think they don't believe that it's a thing. Mm. But...
1: What's that um, Maya Angelou quote? Um, when you... You, when you know better, do better.
0: Yeah, when you know better, like, do better. You, exactly right. Got the
1: inform- I made the yeah. choices I made with the information I had at the time and then when I knew better, I did better.
0: And I think all of us... My grandmother's a great example. My grandmother ended up accepting... Queer people, because Elton John came out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, well, if Elton John one is one and he's okay, yeah, I love then that's music. all right. I love his music. They yeah. mustn't be that bad. I think so. that was my grandparents on one side. On the other side, they still not that it comes up, but within it, within it's. I've been adult and I've been in the room when granddad sworn about fucking poofs and blah, 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 all this homophobic yeah. language. But I know, to their knowledge, as far as they know, they've never met.
1: Yeah,
0: you know, uh, yeah. Uh, 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 someone on the LGBT, I swear, like yeah. there's not a human face for them. But, um, well, that's
1: what it took my for my yeah. grandparents for it to become real. Yeah, and for them to know family friends of ours, yeah. and fall love in love with family friends of ours to then go, oh, that's what this is. Yeah, and to then, you know, have a queer granddaughter. Yeah to then go, oh, no, it's very real. But I think uh, my family friends, who I then saw in very loving and happy and queer relationships, for that to become possible for me, but for me to witness the shift in my yeah. grandparents, yeah. too, to then go, oh, no, this, I would be safe Yes. to come out here. I would yeah, be yeah. safe to bring a partner home. It would be yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a powerful thing. The first person in the family to kind of break the the culture is enormous. Yeah. That 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 burden is huge. Mm. The first person to come out. Anyway, Stonewall, man, have I learnt a lot. Yeah. That's great. Well, I'm got thank you for educating. This be, podcast is good for something.
1: We can be good queers now.
0: We can. We know oh, our we history, can but I we think I think we've
1: highlighted how much more we need to know.
0: It, that's exactly right. Thanks for being my mate, Claire.
1: Thank you for being my mate, David.
0: to the show if you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to this Please on do. that would be great that'd
1: be great tell, tell you your me. friends tell In- your mates that's right
0: that's the name of the show i see what you did there <laughs> where can people find you Claire? people can
1: find me on instagram at claire and pearl where can people find you dave
0: people can find me at dave burton writer and if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong
1: (laughs) or how much Dave got wrong
0: then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com
1: we can't wait to hear from you